Greetings from TG Geeks webcast where Ben and Keith, the two gay geeks, talk about all aspects of geekdom and nerdery. Sci-fi, comics, film, horror, genre, you name it, we talk about it. Find our episodes each week on TGGeeks.com. Visit our Facebook page, TG Geeks Webcast. On Google Plus and YouTube, look for us as Two Gay Geeks. You can tweet at TG Geeks and at the Two Gay Geeks. Or call our feedback line at 469-TG-Geeks. That is 469-844-3357. Happy listening. Peace. Cheers. Hello, my name is Joe Hogan. Many of you know me as Epic Grays in various video games and social media. Welcome to episode 45 of Geektitude, a geek culture podcast that celebrates the inner geek in all of us. This week's episode is our second of two panels from NerdCon. In this episode, we talk about how to be a better fan and how to be a positive influence in your geek communities. Like last time, it is a convention, so there's a lot of background noise because the room we were in was surrounded by vendors. And by the time this panel was on, a lot more people had filled in. So there is a lot of noise. But if you can get past the din of the crowd, I think you'll enjoy the discussion. So please enjoy the second of our NerdCon panels, and I'll be back to wrap things up. everyone, welcome to NerdCon! My name is Joe Hogan, I'm the host of the Geektitude podcast. It's a podcast dedicated to the inner geek in all of us. And today we're going to talk a little bit about um, how to be a better fan. And what I mean by that is talk about how we can be a positive uh, influence on our fandoms and our geek communities. Um, we have a really good group of people up here, so I wanted to really quickly introduce everybody. Uh, to my right, I have Mandy from the WEC Podcast. And then uh, between the two of us, we have Kelly from the WEC Podcast, WEC Hoovians, and Growing Up 70s. Got it right this time. Um, to my left, we have Elle from Your Friend L Blog and from the Nerd Out app. Uh, next to her, we have Brian from The Average Geek Show. And at the end, we have artist Grave Vargas, who is a frequent contributor to the Geektitude podcast. Um, and today, what we want to talk a little bit about is, you know, there's a lot of negativity in this world, and there's a lot of um, stuff going on that is not pleasant and negative, and I think our geek culture is a little microcosm of that. There are a lot of places in our culture that are kind of negative and unfortunately toxic. And so today we wanted to kind of explore that and more importantly, what we can do to change it and what we can do to make our, our community 
positive so that we can all kind of expand out to the world in general. I know lofty goals, but that's what we're here to talk about today. So my first question to the panel is, where do you think some of this negativity comes from? Because in order for us to kind of talk about how to combat it, we kind of have to talk about where it comes from and why it's there. Um, I'll take that one. Uh, I think, you know, growing up, we as nerds were so isolated and looked down upon because we were nerds. And now that being a nerd is kind of popular, certain nerds feel like, you know, this is our chance for revenge, you know? And we, you know, it's like, well, I liked this before you, so there's no way I'm gonna let you in on the thing that I like. And I think that's kind of sad. I even caught myself doing it the other day. I was talking to somebody about Pokemon, and they were, you know, kind of a, a big deal in the Pokemon community, and I felt the need to say that I had been playing since March, before Pokemon Go became popular, because I didn't want to feel like a bandwagoner. And I'm like, why? Why do I have to justify that? Yeah, I think there's a lot of anonymity in social media, and, and people can get away with certain things on social media, because it's kind of like when you're driving and, and you flip someone off because nobody knows who you are, and you can get away with things like that. We can get away with bad behavior on social media because you're kind of anonymous. So I see people feeding that, feeding into that, and then, like you said, bandwagoning on to the negativity, and negativity feeds negativity. So, uh, yeah, and I also see it as a lot of people don't realize an opinion is an opinion. Your opinion is valid. My opinion is valid. Your opinion is not more valid than my opinion. It's an opinion, <laughs> and so we're so busy fighting each other to show that I'm right and you're wrong that it just escalates and it gets more and more personal. I'm gonna take, tackle this from the point of view of, uh, of the people that are probably, you know, spreading some of this negativity. I feel like, uh, as you said, being a geek or, or being in that group can kind of, it comes with its own kind of sense of rejection or, or, you know, feeling isolated. And as we've seen geek culture sort of be adopted by mainstream culture, you would think that maybe a feeling of also being included comes with that, but I, I don't think it does for a lot of people that, that are part of the fandom, you know, what we're talking about. Uh, just because Captain America and the Avengers are popular does not necessarily mean that those of us that have been supporting these properties for most of our lives are also feeling part of the mainstream and accepted. And so maybe that's where some of the negativity comes from. It's a feeling of maybe rejection and still feeling like you've adopted my interests, but I am not feeling more included as a result. Competition too. Like we don't even try to put on top of each other, but like you kind of just do. Like I was, I was at a party last week, and this guy was. I was talking about how the last time I had been to that comic book store, uh, they were reading Joss Whedon's Wonder Woman, and how I thought it was really cool they were doing a live reading of it. And he was like, "That script sucks," and I was like, "Well, I really enjoyed it." And he just started like competing in me, and I was like, "Dude, you can have your opinion, but I can also have mine." And he just kind of kept egging it, and I was like, "Finally, just walked away." Because I was like, this is not a competition. You can say what you like, and I can say what I like. And we can both exist in the same plane. It doesn't have to be one's right and one's wrong. Well, and I don't know, that's one thing that I always struggle with, is that that's, that's kind of the fun about being a geek. It's about debating the little minutia of our fandoms and how this episode is better than... It's the old classic captain debate. Who's the best captain? And people will go for hours. 
But that can be some of the best geeking out time ever. And I don't know why that has to be turned into a, a weapon. And I think often it does. I mean, Ray and I, when we talk on our podcast, very often disagree on things. But we'll convince each other that we're, you know, we, we have valid points. We continue to disagree. I can't wait to hear how Joe disagrees with me on this topic. <laughs> That's going to be so much fun. But then we always walk away with it like... Good show, good show. You know, it's not, it's not negative. So I think one of the things we really as fans have to be conscious of is when we are discussing our fandoms and we're excited about our point of view, not to, not to weaponize it. I feel like that's a, a, a big first step in not, um, in not contributing to the negativity. Um, but you brought up a good uh, point. When is it, when is the right time to push back? And when is the right time to step away and go, all right, dude, that's cool. It's all you. I'm going to... Yeah, well, in the instance that I just gave, like, I tried to, like, kind of not not argue aggressively, but kind of, like, give my points of why I enjoyed it. And he just wasn't hearing any of it. And that's when I step away. Like, if you're not even going to, like, hear me out, then I'm just like, well, why am I bothering? You know, if you're just shoving your opinion down my throat, and I'm like, I'm not gonna, it's not, it's no longer a discussion, it's just preaching. You know, so that's when I was like, forget it, and I just like casually walked away. <laughs> There's a big difference between debate and argument. Yeah. And, you know, with the debate, it's like a sharing of viewpoints and facts and knowledge. And an argument is like, no, I'm right, and I'm going to berate you until you realize that I'm right and agree with me. And I think, to be a good fan, you have to be willing to see other viewpoints and be like, oh, okay, well, I didn't read that version of, you know, Supergirl. You know, maybe you have a valid point, whereas I think Supergirl, maybe not so much great. But Apparently there's someone on this panel that enjoyed Suicide Squad, and I'm fine with that. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, I can only watch 30 minutes, but I'll, I'll give it another shot. And the person who liked Suicide Squad had valid points for why it was a good movie. Absolutely. It you give your point of view because we all have airtime on our podcasts about how we dislike the movie, and, I, and then you came in and said, well, this is why I like it, and... And I think we all went, oh yeah, that's a really good point. Okay, so if you're looking at me, you can see I'm a fairly older geek. So, I know, shocking. Uh, it was a movie where the most memorable character in that movie, the best, in my opinion, character in that movie, was a woman. The most scary, kick-ass character in that movie was, for my, in my opinion, Amanda Waller, who is also a woman. So it's a movie where I got to see someone in my age range be completely awesome. It made me happy. And so, yeah, it was, did it have the best plot? Did it have holes? Yeah, you know what? Suited about 90% of the movies, but it had something that I can latch on and love. And I think that's part of the fandom. Yeah, I've heard nothing but negative. This was mine. I love anything superheroes. And it gave me something that I can relate to and I can find joy in. It's funny, I'm gonna say something that I know I might get things thrown at me for, but I'm a teacher and... Um, <laughs> and I was hoping we were gonna tell this story. Um, for many years now, I have um, teased my students for, for reading Twilight because I'm an English teacher and it's not a well-written book. And I, like, I would do whole gags in my class about Twilight and 
one day a student completely called me out and she was like, you know what, whether or not it's well written, I have childhood memories associated with this book. And for me, it meant something when I was growing up. And there was that moment of, oh, I'm a bad person. <laughs> and so now, like, even this last week when school started, I said, hey, you know, every, every fandom is valid. Twilight is a valid fandom. And it's hard because it's not my fandom, but we have to remember that somebody has an emotional connection to that, and for them, that has meaning for them in their childhood. And I think maybe if we start looking at people's fandoms like that, as they have an emotional connection to it for some reason, it doesn't matter if we don't like it, they, they're allowed to like it. So that was kind of an aha moment. Your, your realization is an important one also. <laughs> Every now and then, I mean, obviously, you know, confidence is important, but also every now and then to say, oh, I'm a bad person. It's <laughs> healthy, you know? Have you, have you felt like a bad person today? Are you a bad person? I feel, I feel better. I feel better today. I, I felt like a bad person yesterday after you told that story because uh, somebody in our group yesterday admitted that they were a brony. And I have been like severely weirded out by bronies, but it is a valid fandom, and just because I don't like it doesn't mean that somebody else doesn't like it and has that emotional attachment to it. And it's, it's wrong of me as a person to be like, you're a horrible person because you're a brony. And that realization came to me yesterday because of your Twilight story, so thank you. <laughs> you're welcome. Uh, yeah, because we watched, we watched our friend Kenny uh, geek out with another person about My Little Pony, and it was beautiful. <laughs> because friendship is magic. Until, <laughs> until the pictures of the questionable doll came out. <laughs> yes, well, we won't go there. They actually did a study on bronies and, and fan positivity. And the study basically, it was when you became a brony and before you were a brony, were you happier after? And overwhelmingly, the people that they assessed were, you know, being a brony brought them into a community of people and it's something that made them happy. It improved their lives. And I think that's what fan positivity and being part of when you find your community, what that can bring you. That's a really good transition to the next point, which is we are in these communities. Um, a lot of us are podcasters. Well, you have an entire app dedicated to bringing people together. And I, there's a story I want you to tell if you're okay. willing to yeah, in no, a moment. But, um, but how do we, as geeks, um, make sure that we're keeping our communities positive? Like, yeah, what are some of the tactics you've used or seen used that make you feel like you're, you're, you're contributing to your fandom in a positive way? I'm waiting to hear the story. Okay, I figured that I was making sure I wasn't stepping on anybody. So I told you the story, I just said about celebrating the one year anniversary of my app and you were at the party, so I told you the story. But at Comic-Con, I co-sponsored the Sherlock CC party, and I had this lovely girl come up to me, and I had no idea who she was. And she's like, I really want to tell you a story. And, I, and she um, had a friend, she's in Florida, and her friend is transgender and just moved to Las Vegas and started a new job. It's not very welcoming to the transgender community so much that she hasn't come out to them. So she was feeling not very welcome in this new work environment, didn't really know anybody in Vegas, and what this girl who I met 
told her to do is use the app, and she joined a Magic the Gathering group and started making friends through that. And I just, I, I was like literally like on the verge of tears while I was actually dressed up as Dark Swan holding like a dagger. Um, <laughs> and but like, it meant so much to me that somebody could use my app to, to help them find friends. You know, like I was, I'm sure everybody has that moment where you, you move somewhere new or you went to a new school or whatever, and you don't know anybody. And the fact that I could use my app, they could use my app to like solve that problem, you know, and make a couple friends, like was just so amazing to me. So. And I think it's like good for that Magic the Gathering group because again, geeks can be vicious, and the fact that they yeah. were accepting and wonderful, I like to me that's that's it gives you hope because there's good geeks out there. Um, what other experiences have people had? Um, bringing a community together or, or tactics that you use when you're on social media to, to keep your your experiences positive? Um, well, Pokemon Go has become a big thing, right? Mm. Um, yeah, have, have you heard of Pokemon Go? I don't know, but I'm not familiar with it. Um, so, a couple of friends of mine got together and uh, like Friday nights we go out and we hunt Pokemon and it has been so weird to go out to like a park in the middle of San Diego at 11 o'clock at night and see 40 other people doing the exact same thing you're doing. And, you know, just talking to people and meeting them, it's like they're all from different walks of life and we're being united by this thing that we love. And it is a beautiful thing. And to bring up a meme that I saw, there are people that hate Pokemon Go. They're like, oh, it's stupid, it's stupid. It's like, okay, well, five years ago, people were bitching that kids were sitting on their butts playing video games all day and not getting out of the house and doing anything. Now we have a video game that's getting people out of the house and walking and socializing. And people are still bitching. Why? It's a good thing. I mean, it, yes, it's Pokemon. They're coming out with a Harry Potter Go. There's talks about a Ghostbusters Go. This is a good thing. This is a good movement. I don't understand why people have to be, like, bagging on it. And I think the community is kind of pushing back and saying, no, we, this is great. We're out getting exercise. I have lost five pounds because of Pokemon Go. <laughs> Thank you. Outside of that community looking in, I'm wondering, what have been your experiences within that sector of geek fandom? Um, is there this negativity? It feels like a very inclusive crowd. Is there a sense of kind of negativity or what of the Yeah, there is actually. Um, as you guys can see, I'm wearing a Team Mystic hat. Um, Mystic and Valor are like seriously battling it out, and I don't get it. <laughs> Excuse me. Are they rivals? Uh, yeah, it's just rival teams, and I'm kind of with Joe. Joe and I were talking about this uh, yesterday as well as the time before. We're Team Harmony, and it's it's kind of like a, an underground movement. Uh, just people, it's like, I don't care if you're Valor or your Instinct or your Mystic. Team Harmony, man. We're all playing the same game. That sounds great. So there's already a movement within the Pokemon Go kind of community to be inclusive and to be accepting. Yeah. That's awesome. Though I am Team Instinct, but I'm also I'm also House Hufflepuff. I I embrace my yellow. <laughs> That's so funny. All of all of WEC, there are four of us who do a podcast, and we all went on to Pottermore, and we all found out that we were all Hufflepuffs, all four of us. <laughs> we would have a really fun uh, common room. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
think makes me think of an example that I have, and it's um, Harry Potter. The Harry Potter fandom is one of my favorites. Are there any Harry Potter fans out there? Yeah. Gryffindor. <laughs> and and one of the reasons is because they are such a positive fandom. They celebrate positivity, and there's a, a Harry Potter alliance, and you can go on, and they have created community guidelines for how to have a positive fandom. I think the number one community guideline is, I will be kind as a fan, as um, a member of this community. And, and it's a great example. You can go online and check it out. Um, but as far as if someone were to take whatever their fandom was and create a fan organization and maybe come up with your own community guidelines, that's a great place to start. I, I kind of want to just tack on to your um, bringing up Harry Potter. Yes, there's four different houses. You know, you've got your Gryffindors, you've got your Slytherins, you've got your Ravenclaws and your Hufflepuffs. But in the end, we all go to Hogwarts. <laughs> so we're all Team Hogwarts. That's are we? right. No, I'm still waiting for my owl dang on it. <laughs> oh, so Voldemort killed that off for us. That's why we didn't get our owls. Um, but yeah, I do think it's important to kind of put guidelines out there. For the app, I have like an anti-harassment guideline, basically saying if we deem anything you're doing inappropriate, you're kicked off. And luckily I've only had, I think, two people that I've had to kick off, one of which who was looking to sleep around, and I was like, this is not what this app is for. Um, <laughs> there's there's always one in the group, right? There's, there's other apps one. for that. There's, there's, other apps there's for tons that. of other apps for that. Go on one of those. And then uh, somebody recently who said, actually commented about me, um, and I was like, no. And it was, it was like a nudity comment. Like I posted a picture of me on the Iron Throne, and they were like, you should be naked, and all that stuff. And I'm like, no. Wow. This is inappropriate. And my, like, my name on the app is admin. Like you think like, you think twice? You should think twice before like saying that to the admin. Like, but of course they didn't. So oh, oh, it's that permaban. Yeah, so, I was like, mm, block. Isn't that satisfying? It, it is. It's great to be like the queen of your own app, to be like, oh, I don't like that. But I'm, I'm pretty, like I said, I've only been two people, and like, I'm pretty lenient with like, because you know, you can be like, I effing hated this movie, but like, it's about a movie, it's not about a person, you know? Um, so I'm pretty lenient, but yeah, when it came to that, I was like, because mm -hmm. I wouldn't want that, I, my rule is like, if I wouldn't want that said to one of my friends, then I'm not going to allow it. Yeah. Well, rule number one, be kind. Rule number two, don't be a creep. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's a good I think a lot of it is when you're communicating, zero tolerance. Don't come up with a negativity. I don't care how horrible something is, you can find something positive in it. Mm -hmm. And if all you want to do is talk about how bad something is, don't be around those people. It makes you feel worse. And it just makes the whole fandom be more negative, be more of a, a negative impression of it. I mean, it doesn't cost you anything just to be happy and find something. Good and what's around I think overall, as as a a group, we need to kind of put ourselves out there a little bit more as positive and kind of be the voice of positive. And I think that's probably where I'd start start the last part of the discussion is how can we as individuals go out and actually um, enact some positive change. I know that there um, when Warcraft uh, Warlords of Draenor came out, the Blizzard had a lot of server problems. It wasn't all their fault. They were being DDoxed and everything else. And people would get on Twitter and say, you're horrible, you're terrible people. Like, they were attacking the developers personally. And 
So this movement came out where they hashtag team positive and everybody was like, you guys have had a really hard night. I know you guys are working on the servers. Hashtag team positive. And it started catching on. And so now there's a little underground movement in the Warcraft community called hashtag team positive. So uh, any recommendations on how to kind of take it from being positive people ourselves to being proactive? Encourage young geeks. Encourage young people, I would say, that are finding their way in whatever fandom they're a part of. You know, some tiny gesture, some little gesture like that will really go a long way in their development towards, you know, being proud of and being positive about what they're into. Well, and I had somebody that tweeted something kind of, not, not harsh, but kind of negative towards the app. And I actually had a friend who stepped in and was like, is this helpful? Like, is this a helpful comment? And asked the person. And I feel like saying that in a nice way sometimes makes the person saying the comment think again. They're like, oh, well maybe I should have worded it as it's like a nicer suggestion or something like that rather than just negativity, you know? Because um, I think sometimes it's just the wording on the internet. You don't realize you're being negative. And if you can, you know, kind of call somebody on that, then maybe they'll think about it next time. Yeah, we really do need a sarcasm font. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would say the biggest thing is to be inclusive and be interested. Um, you know, if somebody's My Little Pony fan, you know, maybe, and you're not, you know, maybe ask them, why do you like My Little Pony? And and not and not be confrontational about it, but just like learn more because you may be a My Little Pony fan at heart. Not saying that I am. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. But you know, and the other thing is, is like, you know, somebody comes up and they're like, "Oh, you watch Doctor Who? What, what's that about?" I mean, I know there's like a, a phone booth, and it's like, "Oh, well, let me into you, let me let you into my world. You know, come with me on this journey through time and space in my time and relative dimension and space machine." But you have to be very careful that you're not, well, actually, people. Yes. <laughs> yes, I have a bad habit of doing that. It's like, well, actually, no. Yeah, sometimes it's okay for them to not be correct all the time because they're enjoying the fandom. Let them enjoy the fandom, and then later on they'll go, oh, I was wrong about that. And the other thing is the people who criticize have never seen it. You know, so mm -hmm. I don't like My Little Pony and have never watched an episode or whatever. That's, that's bad. Don't criticize a movie if you haven't seen it. Don't criticize, you know, because you don't know, so what are you basing it on? This fantasy identity thing, you know something automatically, and unless you're psychic, you don't. So be positive, or don't say anything at all. Silence is golden. That's <laughs> <laughs> the old thumper rule. You can't say something nice. That's don't right. Say anything can, at all. can we put that in the Twitter, like, terms of use agreement? <laughs> you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. Twitter, Twitch, Facebook. <laughs> Instagram, surprisingly. Yeah, that kind of goes along with the don't jump off the, the bandwagon. I, I, a real recent example of negativity in geek culture was the Ghostbusters trailer that came out. Um, and and there was a lot of bandwagoning going on there because the trailer came out, and I agree, it wasn't a great trailer. Um, but as of right now, it is the number one disliked trailer on YouTube. And people who were hating on Ghostbusters because of 
misogyny, um, people who didn't even realize why there was so, so much hate for Ghostbusters were jumping into the immediate trailer too, and it just kind of this tidal wave of hate came out. It was really sad, and, and it made me very uncomfortable. And so one thing you can do is counter the hatred with some positivity. Go on and like the trailer, even though it's may not something that you do like, just because you're countering the negative. So there is a tiny little act of things that you can do um, to counter the negativity out there. Cool. Um, we've got about 15 minutes before we're done, so we wanted to know if there's any questions out there. Yes, sir. Also, I think we'd love to hear some suggestions for community guidelines for the geek culture at large. If anyone has any ideas about, you know, maybe some uh, guidelines or, or ideas that you want to contribute or put forth towards how to be a more positive band. Um, I'm part of, in addition to comics and media fandoms and the like, I'm also part of literary science fiction fandom, and as many people may know and many more may not know, we've had a recent problem in the awards level of the literary fandom with uh, misogynistic and racist opinions trying to dominate our primary awards, the Hugos, in the, in the, in the specifically in the uh, person are two groups called the Sad Puppies and the Rabid Puppies. Now, a lot of the negativity that's coming from them is, uh, at least in the Rabid, with the uh, organizer of the Rabid Puppies, Vox Day, is uh, flat out racism that he inherited from his father. But, well, we'll get to the, we'll get to the, we just want to call people out. So, well, he's done a pretty good job calling himself out. But at any rate, um, how can we try to discourage that because in this case you're dealing with a lot of people again who are older fans in this case because literary literary science fiction fan is a much older demographic than most media fandoms and but we're also people who are coming in specifically just to side with these two uh, factions these two blocks just wait okay so what do, what do we do to um to stop kind of warring fandoms. Don't acknowledge it and lead by example. You know, don't get involved in the, you know, the he said, she said, just kind of... It sounds like if it's the establishment, right, that's heading this negativity, it can be a much more difficult uh, thing to kind of combat or, or to kind of avoid. Subvert. Well, I think it, it's important to go to the people who are in charge and, and try and support them in dealing with the problem because at some point that it has to be um, the, the, organiz the governing organization's job to, to take care of that. The Hugo Awards did a great job this year of combating exactly what you were talking about. I believe the I believe the five top awards all went to women for the first time and women of diverse ethnic backgrounds. It was incredible.
incredibly rewarding to see that outpouring of positivity against the, the sick puppies, the rabbit puppies, that were trying to subvert what the Hugo Awards should be about. And people are trying to bring diversity into the science fiction fandom, and there's this, this this group that is trying to stop that, but there's no stopping it. There's just no stopping it. And, and the Hugo Awards itself basically proved that there is no stopping it because despite all their efforts, they did not succeed. It is. Yes, absolutely. It's always going to be there, and that's unfortunate because that's what that's what we're trying to talk about here is little changes to change. Thank you so much. Uh, any Thank other questions? Any other thoughts? Any other suggestions on how we can be more positive? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Negativity and 
hostility. So this is coming from business. You see a problem, you state the problem, and you give a solution. So you didn't like the you didn't like the the way this was cast. You know who would have been better in that and give a better give it someone else. And then not only are you being positive and you're giving construction, but then it opens up a discussion that can be healthily built on from there. I think. Sorry. I think the tone is important too. It's, it's all in how you say things. It's, you know, yes, you want to be able to provide constructive criticism, but if you're just coming up, and I apologize for the children in the room, if you're coming up as a dick, don't be a dick. Just try and be as nice as possible and provide that constructive criticism. Don't be, you know, don't go at it and be like, well, I don't like this, so I'm going to be angry about it. You know, just be like, this wasn't for me. Also, vote with your dollar. We do exist in a capitalist society, so you know if you want to, you know, support and celebrate something. Exactly. Yeah, that's true. And I had a friend give me a comment once because I can kind of be short in my emails, like I just get to the point. And he was like, "Before you send an email to somebody that you don't really know, read it as like you're that person receiving it, and you think that person hates you. So if it comes off as any kind of like way." that you think like you would get offended, then try to rewrite it, you know, like, and also like being critical is fine, but like, yeah, like have a suggestion, because like, I get like comments like on my app, it's like, oh, well, I'm gonna give you one star because my city's not on there. And it's just like, I usually always write back and why and how we're growing, whatever. But like, I like the emails like, hey, would you mind adding this? Like, I think it'd be really great. I have a big nerd community here and I think it'd be helpful. I think that helped that person out a lot more than this person's like, this sucks. Like, I'm gonna like the other person. So. Yeah, I think it's really important as fans that we should be allowed to tell our, you know, the, the people who are creating our content whether or not we like it. We should be able to be honest in our criticism, and it's exactly what Elle said. It's about how you go about doing it, and Kelly, too, being constructive about it. Um, but I don't think we should be afraid to tell our content providers when we don't like something, um, like when our favorite shows get canceled. So, um, and a lot of that uproar can be couched in, in positivity. So it's all about how we go about doing it. But I don't think we should be afraid to, to tell people how we feel. And for content creators though, because I, I have a day job as I work in TV, so I have a lot of friends who are writers, is like, and I wouldn't like tell you with your art, like how to do your art. I might be like, hey, I didn't like this piece, but I like this piece instead. Make sure not to like hate on the people who are making your TV show because they made a choice you didn't like. Just be like, hey man, I would have liked if so and so stayed around. You know, like I wish you wouldn't didn't kill them off. But don't like be mean about it because like they they're just people too. Like they're writing and they have a boss and they have a studio and they have a network that's telling them what to do. So not all the time is actually their fault that something happened. And I feel like my writer friends get really like like upset when people are just, you know, hating on whatever happened and sometimes, like I said, it's not their fault. So yeah. just be careful with your criticism. I think that's another good point. If you're tweeting something and you're, you know, at, so on Twitter illiterate, but you know, you put something to it you, that the person will see it, don't think, oh, they're a big star, they're never going to see it. They're probably going to, they might see it. So don't tweet something that you wouldn't say to their face. Mm -hmm. I think that's another thing. If you're, if you're not willing to say it to them in person, then you really shouldn't be sending it over social media. Kenny from Dumbbells and Dragons. <laughs> Just 
one one tactic that I try to use is if someone says, oh, I hated Suicide Squad, or oh, I hated Ghostbusters, oh, interesting, well, what's your favorite movie? And then you immediately get them on a positive conversation about something they like, something they enjoy, and then you completely derail the negativity, which is awesome. Plus, you might also have an insight as to exactly why they hated that movie. It's, you know. All right, well, we're going to start wrapping up here in a second. Any final thoughts as to um, where to go after you leave this, this panel and this convention, what people can do to do a little thing to enact positivity? Lunch is good. <laughs> <laughs> Be nice to your servers. Yeah. Tip well. They work yeah. hard. Yes, yes, they have had a really bad day already. <laughs> All right, real quick then, um, why don't we talk about um, who we are and where to find us? Hi, thanks, by the way, everyone, for being here. My name is Mandy. I'm with the WEC Podcast. Basically, with three of my friends, we get together and podcast about, we talk about things that we like. And you can find us at WEC Podcast, that's W-E-K-K. Com and also at WEC Podcast on social media and on whatever podcast. Um, I can't remember what they're called. <laughs> whatever you use to just to hear your podcast. I'm Kelly. I'm also part of the WEC Podcast. Uh, we also I do a podcast with my friend Kevin, which is Wekovians, where we're going episode by episode through the new Who. And where I also do another podcast with my friend which is uh, Growing Up 70s, where we're reviewing shows uh, showed in the 70s. So, and webpodcast.com. Sorry. That's okay. Um, my name is Joe Hogan. I'm from the Geektitude podcast. Uh, you can find us at geektitude.com and on Twitter at geektitude. And our podcast is very much about this stuff. It's about positivity in our fandoms. And it's also about debating all sorts of things about our fandoms. So uh, September is going to be uh, dedicated to being a positive fan. So all of our episodes in September are going to be themed around diversity in fandoms and uh, positivity in fandoms. And so that's where we're going with that. Hi, I'm Elle. I have a blog called Your Friend Elle, but uh, my favorite thing right now is Nerd Out. It's a free nerd event calendar app, so download it in Android and Apple, and you can find all the information on nerdoutapp.com. It's a really awesome app, you guys. You should check yeah. it out. Totally is. <laughs> Great for those Pokemon Go meetups, guys. Totally. Um, I am Brian. I am with the Average Geek Show. Uh, you can find us at averagegeekshow.com, uh, iTunes, Stitcher, Blueberry, whatever your podcast devourer of choice is. Uh, we're also on Facebook at Average Geek Show Official, Instagram at Average Geek Show, as well as Twitter at Average Geek Show. Um, our podcast is about mostly independent artists, but we talk about movies, TV, whatever strikes our mood that day. Um, you should check it out. It's pretty good. This is Ray Vargas. I'm an artist and educator uh, and accused social justice warrior, which I kind of think is a bad nowadays. Um, so you can find me online and across social media at RayVargas3. Uh, I'm also uh, a recruiter and admissions counselor for the Buddha College of Art and Design. If any questions about art schools, get at me. And we'll all be available afterwards if you have questions or like to talk. Thank you, guys. I give hugs. Thank you.
was our NerdCon panels. I'd like to thank Mandy, Kelly, L, Brian, and Ray for participating in the panel. And I also wanted to thank everybody again for making NerdCon possible and uh, giving us an opportunity to to put ourselves out there. This experience was really special, and I hope we get to do a lot more of them in the future. I'd like to thank Joe Tran again for recording our audio. And finally, I'd like to send another shout-out to Nick Kelly. Nick just started his own podcast with his wife and son, and it's called The Geek Wolf Pack. Episode 1 is up and ready to go, so we'll have a link to that in the show notes. And by the time you hear this, it should be on iTunes. So go check that out. Um, I'd also like to actually thank uh, Jojo from jojosocreative.com for informing me that only the last 10 episodes of the podcast were showing up on iTunes. That has been fixed. Uh, Jojo hung out with us Saturday night. We had a lot of fun with her. She's a great cosplayer, so make sure to go check out her site. Again, that's jojosocreative.com. All the music in this episode is by Ben Sound and is being used under a Creative Commons license. You can find more music by Ben Sound at bensound.com. You can currently find us at geektitude.com as well as on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and most other podcatchers out there. Please leave us a review and spread the word. If you would like to contact me, you can send me an email at joehogan at geektitude.com. You can also follow the show on Twitter at geektitude or me personally at epicgrays. Next week, we'll be talking to Jamie Broadnax from Black Girl Nerds about diversity in geek culture as part of our month of Geeks for Change. Thanks for listening to our convention panels. I hope you enjoyed them, and until next time, remember this week, keep it geek.